I felt alone coming into the country. Mm -hmm. um, I certainly did not know many people. In fact, I would say I knew nobody and nobody knew me. Mm -hmm. And so um, one of the initial challenges um, that I had to deal with was to adapt to a new environment and a culture mm -hmm. and, um, and to form new relationships. So essentially, I think as an immigrant, um, what we all had to do was to start over, establish myself and build credibility in a new environment. of the First Start Podcast, a show where we share success principles, explore the stories, experiences, and journey of real people in order to provide newcomers with strategies to succeed. My name is David Ojenka. Today's show is the part two of how to find your voice as an immigrant woman in the workplace with Iris Tan. If you haven't heard part one yet, I'll strongly encourage you to go back and listen to it. That is the episode right before this because you need that for context. Now, let's dive right into part two of how to find your voice as an immigrant woman in the workplace with Iris Tam. You know, maybe briefly, can you share with us in your own experience how sponsorship has helped you and how you've been able to nurture that relationship from a complete stranger to the point where the person um was willing to spend their social capital on you and advocate on your behalf. Um, and, and, and that's an interesting question. I think um, being your authentic self is something that's very important. Like um, be true to who you are. There's no point in uh, pretending to be somebody um, or something that you are not. So I think um, being authentic is certainly something that's extremely important. Um, and so, uh, and that's how I've been building my relationships and network over the year is to be authentic. And, and, and certainly people who are your sponsors um, and mentors, um, they, um, I think, appreciate people being authentic so I think authenticity is something that's um, very important in a, in a, in a relationship. Um, and be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Do the right thing for yourself. Um, and, and I think when you explore opportunities and options with your mentors and sponsors, first of all, um, I think it's different, different things for different people um, at different times. So um, what's important, I think, when you discuss those opportunities or explore opportunities with people is to um, be able to say to yourself, um, what works for you might not work for everybody else. And so how you measure your ambition in your success is very personal. Um, and you have to write, make the right choices for yourself and your family. So certainly, um, what I try to do in speaking with different people is take the best from each and every one. Um, and it's almost like as a, at the end of the day, what I decide to do um, is a combination of things from different people. I don't think uh, one person will have all the answers for you. Um, but if you speak with enough people um, over time, you will be able to find your own path. 
And, um, and so that's what I've been trying to do over the years. And as I said to you earlier, when we were speaking, um, sometimes, you know, what you thought was right for you five years ago, fast forward five years later might not be the right thing for you. So it's important to be able to like adjust and adapt over time. And it's almost like course correcting over time. Yeah. Th thank you so much for that. Thank you for um, putting clarity to that and explaining it in simple, simple terms, you know. And, 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 um, I think, and I think sometimes when your mentors and sponsors say to you, you should do this and you think about it and you decide that might not be the right thing for you or not the right time for you, and you explain it to them uh, as to your thinking, I think usually people are quite respectful and people understand why. Um, so, so I think have, having those honest heart-to-heart -heart conversations mm -hmm. are very important. Mm -hmm. yeah, th thank you so much for that, Iris, um, for, for sharing that. Now let's talk about, you know, your mistakes. Because you've told us about the very interesting things about yourself, told us about your journey. And, you know, I, I, I believe that we all make mistakes at some at one, one time or the other. What are some of the mistakes you have made? Tell us about a time when things didn't go as planned. What did you learn from that experience? And can you share some of the most important lessons you've learned on your journey so far? It's interesting, mistakes. So I, I think early on when we started talking, um, I, I, I refer to my experience as a young teenager, um, liking the country and wanting to um, go to Vancouver or BC uh, because I love the mountains. So I guess that was my first mistake coming into the country is when I apply, uh, for universities, I recall um, UBC and um, U of T both telling me, you just finished the equivalent of grade 12. So you actually uh, can apply to those schools. That was my first mistake. Um, and I ended up applying at the time to McGill. And it's a great university, no regrets. And it worked out well. But I recall, um, you know, that was my first mistake is not knowing the system well enough and um, not knowing that if you only finished the equivalent of grade 12, you actually cannot go into UBC and U of T. So I guess that was my first mistake. Um, and so I guess what I learned from that is um, coming to realize that it's okay to make a mistake, but what's more important is what you learn from those setbacks. And um, what you do after that. Uh, and what I mean by that is, it's quite okay to make mistakes. I certainly say that to my child all the time. Um, but when you do, um, all you have to do is, and depending on how bad the mistake is, um, but, um, you know, don't beat yourself up. Like if you make a mistake and it's a really bad mistake, yes, you know, um, you might like, be sad for a day or two, but then pick yourself up and and let go and set aside your mistakes and don't dwell don't dwell on your mistakes. I think sometimes we are very harsh on ourselves. And one thing that I've learned over the years when I make mistakes is not to beat myself up, 
um, and give myself a break. Move on and move forward. Um, don't be discouraged by one bad experience. Um, and uh, in, a, in a similar vein, um, we all have to accept compromises in real life work situations, and that's okay. Um, I guess as an immigrant, um, the takeaway that I, I, I would like to um, share is, is important to uh, remind yourself periodically um, and to bear in mind that um, you are merely starting on a journey, um, a long and exciting journey. Um, you have the rest of your work life ahead of you. So relax and enjoy the scenery along the way. If you make a mistake, pick yourself up, as I said, um, and continue on your path. And when you experience insecurity or self-doubt, um, draw strength and support from like-minded immigrants and allies. Um, and oftentimes, you know, when I beat myself up and I, I speak to my friends or my mentors, they would say to me, look, like, why are you aspiring to a standard of per perfection here? We all make mistakes. So why are you expecting yourself to be perfect when you don't expect anybody else to be perfect? Move on. And sometimes ha having those chats with people who support you, I think is extremely important and uh, is important from the perspective of putting things um, into perspective and knowing that what's important and what's not so important and um, you can let go off. I think that's something that's that's um, important to share with the, with the audience is don't be so harsh on yourself. And when you make a mistake, okay, sh um, shrug it off and move on. Thank you so much for that. Thank you um, for those words of advice. You know, shrug it off and move on. And it's not the end of the world. But have you, do you have like a personal, a professional mistake you made or that you, you know, it's personal story that you want to share with us today. Mm, a personal story of a mistake. Yes. So um, I recall early on, this was probably when I was a younger lawyer. Mm -hmm. I recall I was working on a transaction and, you know, we were, I think at the time, buying a piece of real estate, a commercial piece of real estate. And um, the other side, is the seller and the parties were very motivated to close the deal. And I recall as a junior lawyer, not realizing that there were some consents and some approvals that are required from third parties. And so not prioritizing those tasks and therefore, you know, cutting it really close to the closing date. And I recall as either a student or young lawyer having to call up those third parties and say to them, look, I'm really sorry. Um, I'm a junior lawyer. I'm not very experienced. Well, at the time I was not. And I didn't realize that, you know, it takes uh, X number of days to get these things. And now I'm really coming up to a deadline and I'm really screwed and, and, and being honest and admitting um, that it was my mistake and that if people could really help me out, um, that would really uh, be appreciated. I remember having those um, conversations with the third parties and um, those third parties 
were very um, um, generous and um, uh, offered me to, to, to help me expedite those consents. And so I remember the deal closing on time, but certainly um, it was very, it was a very stressful last couple of days because as I said, I should have prioritized those tasks much earlier. And I did not because I did not realize and I was inexperienced. And so, um, you know, certainly, and, and, and in hindsight, I think, you know, having those conversations with your uh, senior lawyers and with others who have been in the industry longer, um, they would have been able to alert me to the, to the issue or tell me that it's something to prioritize earlier on. I think those um, that would have been helpful, but I didn't know at the time. And so, you know, reaching out to the third parties and being honest with your mistakes, I think people appreciate that. So now let's talk about diversity and inclusion. And, you know, because this is something that is has now taken center stage in our world today, especially from the, the things that have, that, have, that have happened in the last couple of months. So what, what would you suggest newcomers should be doing to prepare themselves for the future of work and to navigate their career journey post the pandemic world. I know you don't have the answers. You don't have all the answers and you don't have the crystal ball. Nobody has, nobody knows the future. Nobody knew that COVID was going to happen. Like you already alluded to um, during this conversation. But what advice would you give to immigrants who are starting a new chapter of their lives in this country? And how can they showcase their unique experiences and what they bring to the workplace? So I think I, I've probably already touched on some of these uh, points. Um, as I said, I think it's absolutely necessary to go through a period of self-reflection and self-examination. And um, and now that a lot of us are either working from home or you know um, spending more time at home, at least I think um, it's critical that we spend the time and and your audience to. Uh, spend the time thinking about your strengths and the and your unique experiences as an immigrant and what you can bring to the table. And once you have thought about your strengths and your experiences, then also think about at the same time how you can work on building on those strengths and weaknesses and how you can amplify your voice. Um, and I've also touched on this point. I think when you're doing it, enjoy your journey and feel good about your ability to do so. Um, and in many ways, it's now easier than just a decade or two ago to amplify your voice and get your words and messages out there. Um, certainly there's digital technology and the availability of different platforms like LinkedIn that have given us the ability to speak up um, I guess, speak out as well and be heard. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think that's part of what you're doing, David, in, in you know, starting the podcast series is the ability to um, speak up, speak out and be heard. Um, and in making ourselves um, heard, um, I've also touched on the importance of being credible and honest with ourselves um, and not pretending to be somebody you are not. Um, and be who you really are, taking your identity and be proud of it. 
Um, and, and I do know sometimes for some immigrants, um, they might be afraid to speak up and show their experience because perhaps English is not their first language. But at the same time, I would say, you know, um, uh, as immigrants, yes, we English might not be our first language, but um, uh, that's just the initial hurdle. I think um, we have a lot to offer as immigrants. And so um, I would encourage um, everyone who's an immigrant to take your identity and be proud of it. Um, and then align your identity with your career. Um, and as I said, you know, self-knowledge and self-awareness is important. It's a process that will help you identify and find the next opportunity. And once you've uh, gone through the period of self-reflection, then um, as establish next steps and timing. Um, finding the confidence to pursue your ambition um, is certainly not going to happen overnight. It's going to take months. Uh, sometimes years, but um, have the con conviction and the confidence um, because it, you, you don't get anywhere unless you want to. And so you have to dream big, dream big for yourself and be ambitious and then go for it. Um, so I, I referred to, you know, the period of reflection, right? And be honest with yourself and doing the right thing for you. But at, at, at the end of the day, um, is important to do something that to make choices that are right for you and your family. So I think um, that's certainly something that we all can do uh, a better job at uh, during COVID because we have a bit more time on our hands. And so um, we can spend that time thinking about, I guess, our future and our next steps and um, working on concrete steps to, to achieve um, our goals and get to where we want to be. And I guess the other thing I would add is uh, when, I, uh, when I say, you know, being more self-aware and taking actions to improve, um, I would encourage um, immigrants to take advantage of professional development opportunity or training courses during this time and making an investment in themselves. That could be part of your action plan. Finally, you know, uh, if you could go back in time, what would you say to the younger Harris? What do you wish you had known when you began your journey? And what would you change? That's an interesting one. And I'm going to try to keep it short and simple, short and sweet, because there's not much time left. I think if I could go back in time, um, I would tell my younger self, and I think we've touched on some of these themes, don't be afraid to fail. I think as immigrants, often because we don't have the security or the, uh, or the, or the backup network, we tend to be more conservative um, and we don't want to fail, but um, don't be afraid to fail. Um, I think, you know, uh, not so much telling a younger version of myself, but I'm telling the next generation, my daughter, um, be prepared and be willing to make mistakes and be comfortable with them. Um, as I said, learn from your mistakes and then adapt. One mistake um, is not going to destroy you or end your career. Um, and don't let the fear of failure hold you back. Um, look at it as an opportunity to learn and be challenged. Uh, view it as an adventure. 
Um, we all know careers are not linear. We all have ups and downs, twists and turns. Um, and I, I, I mentioned this along the way, which is be ready to course correct and adjust as we go. Um, and be open to new paths um, because these could be stepping stones to something even better. So I think the, the theme is determination and resilience. Um, and, and the other thing I would um, tell my younger self is I wish I had known the importance of having a robust network. I, I do have a good network, but um, I, I'm sure I could have done better. So um, it is essential to network and to have people. Um, in your network who will serve as your sounding boards um, and you can get help and support from them. So one thing that I would change uh, looking back is to be more strategic and deliberate about making connections with people um, and be authentic when you're fostering those connections. Um, unfortunately, we're all very busy and sometimes um, it's, it's easy to, you know, for things to fall through the cracks and you might have made a, a connection um, many years ago, but did not have the opportunity to like get to know each other better. And, and so invest the time to get to know people in your network, not just at a superficial level, but at a deeper level. So um, I guess in a nutshell, um, plan your career for long-term success, um, but be appreciative of people who have helped and uh, pay the kindness forward. Thank you so much for your contribution to the Fresh Start podcast. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Fresh Start. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with someone you know and love. Please go ahead and subscribe on any platform you listen to your podcast. And also please take a moment to leave us a review because that would help us to reach more audience. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at freshstartorb. If you know any newcomer you think would be a good fit to interview for the podcast, we'd like to hear from you. Please go to www.thefreshstartorb.com to nominate someone. We appreciate you and remember, no matter how hard the past is, you can always begin again. Take care and have a great week.